Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minutes, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe in one-minute segments and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes, sir. From time to time, uh, as we are adults, we like to uh, partake. Though the last episode people might quibble about. Okay. I, occasionally there's the 14-year-olds <laughs> in us that, yes. that come uh, out to anyway. play. Right. But, uh, you know, but since we are adults, we're grown men. We, you know, occasionally like to partake in an alcoholic beverage of choice. Mm-hmm. And inevitably, if you've if you've ever had a drink, especially if you've gone to a bar, you've heard other people who have different likes and dislikes of beverages. You may have heard them use the term dirty. Hmm. Now, you may wonder in the world of alcoholic beverages, what does that mean? The word dirty refers to the addition of olive juice or brine and brine being hmm. Like the olive, the stuff that the olives are sitting in, you know, like pickles and all that kind of stuff. Um, and the most popular reference is to variations of what is considered the original sort of gin martini or a vodka martini. You could also do it with vodka. Um, you can make a drink such as this as dirty as you like by pouring the olive juice to suit your taste. Hmm. Um, so, again, gin or vodka martinis, they are made with the gin or the vodka and some proportion of vermouth. Now, since we're talking about terms and drinks, here's something else you may not have known. You've heard the term dry and wet. It may be a martini, a dry martini. sure. Right? Well, that comes to the proportions of those things. So if it has more gin or vodka, it is considered dry. If it has more more vermouth, then it is considered wet. So if you want a dirty, dry martini, you want one that has some additional olive brine or the olive juice and has more vermouth. So Mm. that's how the beverage works. Um, And actually, that's become that term dirty, saying that. Is also applies to even other drinks like mojitos. So uh, if you order a a dirty mojito, what they'll do is instead of using uh, white granulated sugar, they'll use the raw sugar, which will give the drink sort of a yellowish, sort of a dirty look to it. That term applies, obviously, to other drinks. In the presence of mind of of just keeping everything as a a higher brow here on the Marvel Movie Minute, (laughs) I, I I just wanted to make sure that we understood... That dirty applies to drinks. That may be important for the minute that we're. <laughs> that may be important as we get a crash course in mixology here at minute fifty three <laughs> of Iron Man two for two thousand ten. Director Mr. John Favreau, uh, and yeah, we've got a, a very. I guess I will say this is an intimate scene oh. because it is just Tony and Natalie talking, but. It has some interesting connotations, so we're going to get into it here. So, uh, and when last we left them, uh, Tony thought he should cancel the party. And Natalie responds, probably. Uh, and as we pick up here, he says, yeah, because it's, Natalie says, ill-timed. And Tony says, right, sends the wrong message. And Natalie says, inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> As Tony then takes a long drink from the martini that Natalie's just handed him, and, and she says, "Is that dirty enough for you?" Oh, you're saying that she says, "Is that dirty enough for you?" Is not giving the full the full description of what happens. Yeah, I gotta say, like, like <laughs> she purrs it. Yes, the I really like what 
Scarlett Johansson is doing in this scene. Like obviously <laughs> they have we talked about before, like they have her made up to look gorgeous. Like her right. the, the dress is immaculate, the heels, the the makeup, the hair. I mean, like they have her like looking as radiant as she's ever looked in a movie. Um so like that is definitely like a definite choice of like, look how beautiful this beautiful woman is. Forget that. But the way she plays this scene is so flat that it allows you to sort of put whatever you want onto right, it. Right. So she's not she's not doing um, you know, I, I can't even think uh LA Confidential is what came to mind, but like she's not doing like sex kitten, I guess is the term I've heard. Like she's not being overtly she's not being femme fatale in this, which she can do, but is not. She's playing it so low that it allows you to think, is is that what she means? Is that are you are you like or not like she like she's playing actually woman of mystery here right. really really well because you don't know exactly where her intentions are at uh, where she is in the thing she's just standing there looking pretty answering you exactly like you think that she would it's like so I even mean, you can see this is the first time Tony Stark is confused like he can't get he can't figure it out well no he's been he's been confused because we talked about his confusion meeting her for the first time in the boxing ring right yeah like he's been confused this though is super confusing and I, and I think there's a lot of layers to this yeah she is really he's looking at her the whole thing I mean okay and let's talk about this like what a great way this this scene plays out in that here they're having the conversation oh it's ill time yeah it sends the wrong message yeah it's inappropriate yeah while She's walking to him with the drink. Yes. <laughs> like, this is continuing to help him get ready. You know what I mean? Like it's sort well, of like they both know this is going to happen. <laughs> like the, it, the, the party is going well, to happen. Well, but, no, see, see, actually, I read more into this because I think Tony's standing there like, is she telling me to cancel the party? Because we're gonna have a party? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> like, what's going is on? Is she into me or is not? She, like what, no. And I mean like She's really into me, or is she? Or is she? Because <laughs> what she's, she's doing really good at her job. Because right now she's she, a personal assistant. She is balancing the line between helpful assistant and incredibly overt seductress. Yeah, and it's brilliantly done. Yeah. And he's blown away. And I actually even think you get a little bit. And I'm reading way now more into this. <laughs> but I love Tony's his his apprehension, and it's apprehension what he has. Yeah. Is, whoa, I think this is happening. Oh, I don't know if I want this to happen, Pepper. Um, <laughs> you know, and yet, oh, wow, this is happening. <laughs> it's just all different stuff going on. And when she says, I mean, seriously, the, the, the mic drop is, is that dirty enough for you? Because... <laughs> Good Lord, like the whole set, just the whole way this is drawn out. You, Tony, you just literally, I mean, honest to God, I, there should be a gag reel where she <laughs> says that. And Tony just, his eyes roll back in his head and he drops to the floor. <laughs> like, that's it. I'm done. Um, no, it's, I, you know, I mean, I think it really, it just shows, again, and, you know, using that sort of sexual attraction as a weapon weaponizing mm -hmm. it right yep. in the situation which is what she's doing yeah so like like in terms of um the black widow 
she's doing exactly what she's supposed to do. Like yes. She is 100% professional doing exactly the job she was brought there to do, which is get in close to Tony Stark. And this is as close as you can get. Oh, no, exactly right. There, which, right now. But I mean, like she is she is the inner circle. You know, right. she is like in privy to all of these things, which is what she was hired, what she was uh, uh, commissioned to do. It's no, abso- so, no abs- absolutely. Yeah. So his next line is actually a, a callback to Minute 52, which is when uh, she was asking uh, what watch he wanted. So he says, gold face, brown hand, the Jaeger. I'll give that a look. Bring them over. So he's not talking about a Jaeger like you have in Pacific Rim. Uh, this is actually a, a watch from Manufacture Jaeger Le Couture Essay, or simply Jaeger La Couture. Uh, it's a Swiss luxury watch and clock manufacturer founded by Antoine Le Couture in 1833, based in Le Centre, Switzerland. Right now, I was curious. Like, I couldn't find exactly what it is because they become collector's items. They only they don't make that many watches. But like right now, if you wanted to buy a watch, the cheapest men's watch you could get from Le Couture from Jaeger is about six grand, and it's it's basically like this is like the low end one. They're not the nicest watches, not the ones you'd want to be wearing to the fancy opera premiere or whatever that you want to do. They're very flat and skinny. <laughs> uh, I was like, I, I'm, I'm not a big watch guy. I have my Apple Watch. I'm, I'm good with that. Right, right. Um, but, uh, I, okay, but then they go all the way up to, like, on their website, the most expensive watch you can buy from them right now is $48,000. <laughs> well, actually, they even go higher. They're, I think they've um, got sure. some of their some of their more detailed ones. If you do if you do a quick search on this, you'll see that they, they specialize, too, in the watches that have the exposed uh, mechanics mm-hmm. so that you can see all of the, the clockwork that's actually going on in there. I mean, they've got watches that are going for upwards of almost $300,000. Yeah. Based yeah, on in the collector's market, they, yeah, exactly. It's, it's sort of like the Harley Davidson thing, where it's like after, right. after they do their initial run, then they there's only so many that they make, you know, um, forced scarcity, uh, so that then they become collectors' items as they go on there. So this is a prestige watch thing, which is one of the things that I don't I do not understand about the one percent. It's just like, look, I could have a car or I could have this thing on my wrist. Well, okay. and, well, exactly. Well, but you know, it's all yeah. relative. I mean, yeah. when you when you got a billion dollars, yeah, <laughs> it sort of scales. Yeah. Um, well, and also too, these kind of watches. If you're if you're, and we're certainly I'm unfamiliar with these watches. Nope. Apple Watch as well. Yeah. Um, there's uh these boxes that that a lot of like uh people who collect these watches or have these watches, they put them in, and they're not just regular boxes. They're boxes where the watches actually go on a sort of like a pillow apparatus, mm-hmm. and the, that will actually turn and wind the watches. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I mean, literally, it's beyond anything. I mean, I think actually when Apple tried to emulate this in the very first editions of the original Apple Watch, the very first edition versions, which the, they called the edition were like the $14,000 ones, Yeah. they came in a box that sort of replicated that experience of these kind of watches because again they were trying to enter a market and they wanted to appeal to you know most of us who are our lowly apple consumers yeah. right who want the basic stuff and they also wanted to appeal to the people who were like well i i only spend $15,000 for my watches each what are you going to give me and that's why they would do that kind of stuff yeah and that's why they're addition because they didn't make that many because there's not that many people out there who would be like, it was all yeah, I want to get the same guts as anything there, but no, I want to spend 10 times as much. That's a, P, that's a PR move. The reason yeah. why Apple does stuff like that is so that people can say, oh my God, they make a $14,000 watch? Like $700, $700 Mac Pro wheels. 
Yeah. You're only making those so you can say you do. That's all anyway. <laughs> the, that's a Justin Hammer move. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how that works. Um, so uh, as, as they're talking then... Um, he is, she comes up and then once again this is the intimacy part she right. gets very very close to him as she decides to start putting makeup on to cover his bruise that, but do you, you know, notice though party. she hands on the watches she uh-huh. sits on the ledge and we've seen that this chair is well suited for that because it's a very yeah. thick uh, chair with flat uh, armrest yeah she sits down and he and Robert Downey Jr. does such a great job of this. He looks at her and he kind of cracks a little bit of a smile and a very vulnerable smile. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at her like, oh, what's going to happen now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very much like, and, and for her, because we know what her mission is, or we, we have yeah. a great understanding, she knows he's right there now. He's oh, yeah. right in the palm of her hand. Yep. Yep. Totally has got it. So. Yeah. Uh, and so then she starts putting makeup on him, basically covering the bruise he got from the fight at Monaco, even though it's right. been, you know, six days or whatever, like it's, he's still, uh, healing. So that's why he doesn't have all the other cuts on his face. We assume those are healed because superheroes heal fast. I kind of um, wish that, and you see this sort of in his, when it cuts to the shot of him where she's pl- applying the makeup. Yeah. I kind of almost wish there would have been a little moment where he's looking at her like, so what's going to happen now? Uh-huh. She opens up the makeup and puts her finger in it. And then he goes, Oh, and turns his face. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think that would have been kind of funny. The job that I hired you to do, right? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's okay. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you. Different, different. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. So, but then he says what we're all thinking, which is, I gotta say it. It's hard to get a read on you. Where are you from? And she says, legal. <laughs> answer ever that's <laughs> just fantastic and delivered perfectly like yes. you, she ex- answered the exact question he asked in a straight matter of fact way but not at all what he was going for um and so then he like like okay not getting anywhere that way let's try something else and he says can i ask you a question hypothetically bit odd if this was your last birthday party you were ever gonna have how would you celebrate it now we know that she knows what's going on, right? Like, like we, like because of because we're living in the future, right? Uh, which is a great place, and also where we're going to spend the rest of our lives, right? Shout out to Plan Nine. Um, so, <laughs> uh, th- we know that she knows that he's dying. We know that she knows that he that she that she knows that he has palladium poisoning and it, it was dying and so because nick has has told her all this stuff like she is up to date on this stuff so her answer's a little odd for that like i know she's keeping her cover but it's sort of like uh so she says i do whatever i wanted to do and unfortunately the line gets cut off there yeah, that's uh, the end gonna, of the minute. We're not, we're, that's the literally end of the minute. We're going to find out what the rest of that is. Well, but it's a strange thing because even even from Natalie Rushman, like from Natalia Romanoff, is it a good idea to push him? Well, okay, but see, but this this gets into now, and we're going to get into this because I think this is a very intriguing part of the movie. Yeah, what is her role? What what is her job right now? So her job, I think it's it's a few things. Yeah, not only is it to infiltrate. Yes. And be right there with him. And monitor. But, but I actually think it is to push him over the edge. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. To get him into a, a desperate places where he'll be more easily manipulated by Nick? Exactly. Well, that he's going to be more easily manipulated. He is going to 
require their help. Oh, yeah. Because that's what's going to happen. Spoiler. And I, I think that is what this has all been pointing to. Her okay. her point is, is that I am here to push you over the edge, to push you into your own oblivion by your own hand. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's like, just like, she's, she's, she's not driving him to the cliff. She's just handing him the keys. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Car's pointed. Just get in. You just, no, and I, and I think that is. I think that's exactly. And, and again, we'll get into this. All this stuff about finding out what she knows and how. Yeah. We're very close. It's going to get really good. And let's, yeah. I think it's good right now, actually. I, oh, I, I say it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good scene. Uh, I, yeah. I, because uh, the movie and uh, the scenes are going to take a downward turn as, as oh. we go on here. So uh, I think, once again, we've, uh, we've hit a hill and we're about to dro- <laughs> drop way down. <laughs> no, no puns there. All right. <laughs> so uh, if you want to talk about uh, the ups and downs of this, a uh, good place to do that would be on Discord. Uh, Discord is a good place for these kind of long form communities, much better than, you know, like Facebook. I mean, who has a Facebook group anymore? Uh, well, Discord wait, wait, is where wait, the real wait. conversation is happening. Well, I, but I didn't the last one. Didn't we just talk about Facebook? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't oh. listen to this show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, who would want to listen to a Marvel movie? Oh, no, the, the, Facebook is is for is for is for uh, you know sharing pictures, but Discord is where conversations happen. Oh, real conversation. That's right, and also a good place for sharing Marvel memes. So our <laughs> channel has been really deficient in terms of Marvel movie memes. So we need you up there, people. And the best part about Discord is it's free. Well, there is that. I mean, that's good too. You can get into our channel or any of the channels from all the different shows uh, for the next real family of podcasts. We're all there at various times. So come have those conversations, get into it, and be nice. I mean, yeah. What fun is... Th- then, then where's the fun? Right. Oh, my God. Why am I encouraging that? That's yeah, not... So the, <laughs> so the party kicks off in minute 54. You do not yeah. want to miss it. So ain't no party like a Tony Stark party because Tony Stark party has a really unsatisfying ending. Enough said. Bye. Bye.